You're now plugged into TPLG Uncut. Man, I got my special guest on the line, Wild Ash. Wild, where you at right now, man? Sunny California right now. Oh, man, sunny California. Now, what part of California you at right now? I'm in Los Angeles, um, in the L.A. part, like, currently by way of, like, the Englewood area. Okay, okay. But for those who don't know, I want to start off like this. It said that you are the queen of making bops. True or false? Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, period. My name is Wow Ashwow, spelled W-O-W-A-S-H-W-O-W, because everything I do is pretty much like Wow Ashwow, or it's just like, damn, well, Wow Ash, you really did that. Wow. Oh, wow, you really <laughs> did that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, it can either be a good thing or a bad thing, um, either way, but that is... My name on all social, type it in in Google, and same thing gonna pop up my face. Hey, night for those who don't know, you originated from Philly, correct? Yeah, so originally from the South Jersey, Philly area, I identify as with North Philly. For those of y'all that are listening in North Philly, I know you're gonna be like, what part? So, Broad and Huntington Park is um, where my folks and my family still are so shout out to them out there now how are you inspired by in in the philly culture last time i was in philly somebody one of my close peoples took me to a good spot to get a good philly cheesesteak but being from philly how did how did that philly they take you if it's if it's either gems or pats they completely did you dirty (laughs) <laughs> I think it was off like a street called like Broad Street, I think. So it was like a long strip in Philly. There's like a whole bunch of shops. It was somewhere around there downtown. Or I forgot the name okay. of it. All right. Well, there's a spot that's off of um, 10th and Broad called Oregon Steaks. And that spot is, yeah, that's the spot that you want to go to. Um, so, but if they took you anywhere that was like on Broad Street, depending on if it's in the South Philly area, going towards like the baseball stadium, then they took you to a good spot. They okay. took care of you. Okay, okay. I just had to double check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I appreciate it because everyone's always like, "Oh, you want to go to Pat's or Gino's?" And it's like, no, neither of those. Well, <laughs> they both trash. No offense to either of those businesses. I said what I said. They both trash. Hey, hey, how's the music culture growing up in Philly, though? Uh, um, The music culture growing up in Philly. So it was interesting for me because (laughs) I had the best of both worlds. I grew up in the punk rock, rock and roll culture in the Philly, South Jersey area, and then also the hip-hop culture as well. Um, Because when I was younger, I was very much like an emo kid and like listening to punk rock music and like going to those shows and jumping in the middle of mosh pits and throwing elbows and all that. Like, am I allowed to curse for all that stuff like that? Um, So it was... That is where I got, like, my level of, like, showmanship when I get on stage and perform live for somebody. Like, you get that raw punk rock energy. But um, when I, you know, wanted to start doing hip-hop music and I wanted to start spitting, 
I went to literally every freestyle battle that they had. Let me tell you, Philly is like, Philly, New York is the home of the spitter, spitter, spitters. Like, no disrespect to, like, any state out there. And, like, all y'all can spit. But, like, in Philly and New York, like, it's, it's like what they do. <laughs> like, like, it's what they do. And I would literally just go to so many battles and see so many amazing, like, hip-hop and, like, just rap freestyle like lyricists and like see how they create and see like their vibe and their flow and their raw energy and then got to practicing and got to like writing my lyrics like I've always been a songwriter and I've you know written music since I was seven years old but when you're talking about in terms of like hip-hop and like rapping that's a whole nother level of an art form to like master and work on and that you know the shit doesn't sound black basically <laughs> you definitely that having that like you said between philly and new york you gotta sharpen your steel sharpen your yeah, sword because that's yeah. that's what a and, and it's like um i remember when i first stepped on stage and like started performing in like philly i was nervous because like my, you know, all my homies are like, listen, Ashley, if you can get on stage and perform in Philly and New York and get the audience to cheer, you can get them to cheer anywhere. Because, like, don't nobody like shit in Philly. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, don't, they don't like a goddamn thing. They don't like nothing. So if you can get people to be moved in Philly and New York, like, you really got them. And, like, that was my goal when I stepped on stage. I said, if my heart stops, they will cheer for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what was your first concert you ever attended in Philly? My first concert that I ever attended in Philly. Hmm. Um, well, that was when, okay, my first rock concert when I attended in Philly, it was, um, uh, my mom's gonna hear this, she's gonna be so annoyed, sorry, ma, but, um, when, <laughs> when I was 14, and, um, I was supposed to be going to this, like, church youth group thing, um, and, you know, going on this church thing, but instead, I split off and went to this Battle of the Bands rock concert at the TLA in Philly, which is like a classic music venue. Like anybody who's anybody in Philly, like at some point you got to bring your butt to the TLA and like perform. So I just, I had never seen anybody perform outside of like a gospel choir or something live at that time. So I was like, I'm going. Um, and yeah, I went and then, you know, met up with the church group after, (laughs) 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 um, but that was my first one. And then my first hip hop concert was seeing Joey Badass perform. Yeah. Um, but it was like Joey Badass when he, I was like, um, 17 at the time. And he was maybe, like, just, like, turning 18 and performing and was 
it was sickening to watch him like do his thing and that's really what inspired me because like that level of artistry like both on stage and this is before he blew up this is before like even the 1999 album had dropped or like any of the stuff that he had done like I was just like wow this is this is really cool I'm gonna do this <laughs> yeah, I think I think um for me with Joy, just to speak on for a second, that nineteen ninety nine, um, I think that's the album that kind of caught my attention with yeah. Joy. Um, and then there's some stuff he had after that, but I I, I know I do remember playing that nineteen ninety nine, playing that back to back a couple times. It was just just on yeah. Yeah, like that yeah. one, and then for Philly, for me, for Underground, like the Meek Mill, like Flamers albums that he put out, like, yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> like, and then even like um, Tierra Whack, like I had the privilege of being able to like interact and like get lyricist advice from her before Tierra Whack is Tierra Whack because. Philly and the hip hop community is a very, very small community. Okay. And everybody kind of knows everybody if you keep going to these same freestyle battles and stuff and just going to these different events like over and over and over again. Eventually, like everyone starts to know everybody. And um, I remember when I first told her that I was going to like start rhyming and like rapping and stuff. And she gave me encouragement and was like, keep going at it and keep pushing at it. Um, but like if her, I mean, even her stuff now, but like her earlier stuff when she would like battle nasty, absolutely nasty. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of those artists like really, really influenced me to be like, um, you know, really put like, hard work into my lyrics and stuff and that's a lot of you know um I know a lot of the stuff that I write is like catchy and everything but if you listen to my verses it's it's slick shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I got punchlines for days like you know what I mean so yeah. a lot of times like even the song and the um single that I just released is called P Power and, you know, a lot of times people just, like, dismiss it as an ass-shaking song. And, yeah, it's an ass-shaking song, but the lyrics, first of all, the whole song was a freestyle. Um, mm. I was, um, the entire album from start to finish was made with a live band. Um, because when I perform, I perform with an entire live band. I don't do backing tracks or anything like that anymore. Um so the band was like, you know, in the lab and they were cutting up like the drum beat, like they would play the different parts of the drums and splice that up, sample it, and then like basically start building the beat from like the bottom up. And they were doing that and we were taking a break because we were in the middle of like an eight hour session, like hour eight in to like a 16 hour sesh. Um 
and I was making tacos <laughs> the whole band. Because uh, I'm the mom of the group. Like, I don't give a damn. Like, that's just going to be me till the day I die. Since I've been, like, five years old, I have always just been, like, y'all all right? Like, I just want to always make sure everybody's good around me. So I knew they were hungry. I was in the kitchen, like, cooking up tacos and stuff like that for everybody. And I heard the beat. And I just, like, stopped making the tacos and just started rapping the whole first verse and they were like all right turn off the oven turn off the stove we're gonna record this real quick (laughs) we're gonna eat these tacos um so that's you know pretty much that's how the majority of like the album was created it was literally as they were building the beat the lyrics just like flowed forth and i wrote it and um i'm really proud of the album that i've like put out called i'm a hashhole because that was a hundred percent written by me from start to finish. Um, and everything that you hear is live production, like right on down to if you hear a hand clap in the album, like that was us clapping on 20 different tracks in different parts of the room to like yeah. get the sound just right. And perfect. So you started as a lead singer and a guitarist in a punk rock band. What age were you when you, when you was a lead singer for that? Uh, thirteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it was a rock band called Rise from Ashes, and I um, yeah, it was a really really awesome band. It gave me a chance to really sort of work on like my songwriting and structure as like a songwriter um you know because now i have a guitar and i'm playing stuff so the very first thing i did when i got a guitar for christmas at the age 13 was like all right well i'm gonna write a song now what does that look like yeah (laughs) um you know and then i started like writing from there and then actually by the time i was 17 i was you know, I completely made my entire living as, like, a teenager going up and down and gigging and playing music and, like, playing live shows and doing, like, coffee house type stuff to, like, I didn't have a traditional job, like, working at McDonald's or anything like that. Like, I went out and I played gigs and made my money, and that's even how I bought my first car. Now, how did the experience help ignite or evolve your creativity from working in the rock band? Um, well, definitely playing rock and roll music, it gives you, and just playing live shows and having that live show energy and experience was so invaluable because I took that and that part of me, that's who I am. And that has still translated over into like the hip hop aspect, you know? Um, I always like joke around, like with people in interviews and I'm like, you, you know, you'll come and see me perform on stage and I'm in like 10 inch platforms running back and forth from the stage and like hitting choreography and just like, you know what I mean? Giving you like that real raw, like seventies, like rock star energy, but make it hip hop, make it a bop. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, but make it R and B. So a lot of times people are like, just, Hmm, what, what am I, what am I seeing? What am I taking in right now? But I'm here for like all of this energy and passion that she's putting out right now. Yeah. Now with the latest album, I'm a ha- I'm a hash hole. 
What's I'm the <laughs> What's the yeah. meaning behind a title little project? Uh, well, I mean, it, obviously, it's meant to be sarcastic. Um, okay. The nickname that a lot of people give me is um, Hashley um, because I, you know, am a cannabis patient and okay. um, consume quite frequently, and I'm also an activist, and so my involvement in um, that world and industry has given me the nickname Hashley, and so there was a play on that, like, I'm a hashhole, because my energy and just how I'm coming at everything in terms of my life, my career, and my goals, and my visions, like, I'm just very, very focused and driven right now, and, you know, like, I'm in that hashhole mode, like, I'm just, boom, let's go. <laughs> yeah, now, and it said that this album is a full representation of who I who I am and not a representation of what I think people want me to be. How is that so? Yeah, um, because the entire album takes you on a journey, like um, from start to finish. You know, you have the vibes of what I've been influenced by growing up is my house, like listening to Curtis Mayfield and Gladys Knight and like Patti LaBelle and Diana Ross and then taking the elements of like what I've been influenced by hip hop and like rock and roll music and you shake that all up together and you know, you add in elements of like Philly and New York and California and like just the experiences that I've been through playing music and just writing music and experiencing music in like all three of those major cities and you have me right now because I think a lot of times especially for like new artists coming up um it takes a minute to find out like what is your sound um you know, a lot of times we hear certain sounds or we hear what's hot or, you know, what's trending on TikTok. And so we as artists feel that we start, especially now, we start striving for like views and streams and views and streams. And, you know, we're not necessarily thinking about, is this sound like, is this real for me? Like, obviously, you don't want to just put out like any damn thing and be like, well, I like it and I like it, but it's like, at what point are you staying true to yourself and really saying like, this is my sound as an artist, you know what I mean? Like nobody sounds like Drake. Nobody sounds like Beyonce. Nobody sounds like Nikki. Nobody sounds like Meg, you know what I mean? But there's like a whole bunch of rappers that all sound the same on SoundCloud. No disrespect to y'all. I appreciate your hustle, but you all sound the same to me. Um, but do you know what I mean? So that is what I really, really focused on and what took me a minute to get, but I'm at that point and this record reflects that, is that this is my sound. No one sounds like, wow, Ash, wow, I know I don't sound like anybody else. Like, everyone's like, who do you sound like? I'm like, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that's me. a solid answer, yeah. You know, so, and that is what this album represents. And that's what I would encourage for, like, 
any artist that's like up and coming, you know, like myself is to make sure that you are sounding like you and that you figure out what your sound is because trying to sound what is hot right now, like is going to date you before you even get started. Cause by the time your shit's ready to pop, like that sounds already out. That's already faded. Let's go down this track just a little bit. I'm a hash hole. Uh, I want to start off with, I know we're going to get to the single in a minute. Let's start off with this solo cup. What's Now, a good artist uh, has once said, don't ask me what's in my cup. It's in my cup. But I'm asking you, Wild Ash Wild, what, what created this solo cup record? Uh, for solo cup? Because basically we were in the studio chilling. And I said, I want to write something that I'd want to hear at a party. Like, this is what I want to hear when I'm at a party and I'm getting ready to pull up and roll up with my friends and just, like, vibe and chill out and stuff like that. And it's about having a good-ass time and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, have your stacks of solo cups all over the place and having fun. And, yeah, that's what it was about. Eyes wide shut. Now this record pays homage to South Jersey and Philly. How so? Uh, so eyes wide shut. That is that sort of takes me back to like my older days or like my younger days of playing in a rock and roll band. Okay. Like when you play that record. It is 100%. You hear, like, the lead guitar and everything. So it takes me back to when I used to play in a band in my, like, Philly and South Jersey days and stuff. And um, it is definitely, like, the culmination sound of, like, who I am. And it's different. It's definitely different. Um, But I love it because that's who I am. We'll get into the single right now, P Power. How what's the inspiration behind this record? <laughs> um, well like I told you, that one was the freestyle. Like, okay. that one was literally they were making the beat and when we sat down in the lab, they're like, Ash, what do you wanna make? And I was like, I just wanna make something that makes you feel confident. Yeah. And that is a little shock value. And that is just the vibe. And that you put it on in the club, you put it on in the car. Or as um, I got a comment once on YouTube when I dropped the music video and um, the person said, I listen to this song when I'm in my Microsoft Teams office meeting and I shake my ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, that's the comment I want to read. Like, you just in your, in your Zoom meeting playing the most inappropriate song <laughs> on mute. <laughs> like, living your best life. Like, that is what this song is made for. Yeah. I'm much going to introduce the record that's on you. Alright, well, y'all, as I said, it's your girl, Wash Wow, and this is my song, my single off of my album, I'm a hash hole called P Power. Put that pussy bitch, fuck it, put that pussy bitch, put that pussy bitch, fuck it, put that pussy bitch,
pussy bitch. Fuck it, pop the pussy bitch. Put it in her hands, then a nigga gon' make you bitch. Pop the pussy bitch. Fuck it, pop the pussy bitch. Put it in her hands, then a nigga gon' make you bitch. All your ladies pop your pussy like this. You better let them hit the cash up before that nigga hit. Yeah, all your ladies pop your pussy like this. You better let them hit the cash up before that nigga hit. Yeah. On the beat like a slick fig So I'm about to spit this verse up real quick Whoa, I murder every beat, no life resistant He run his bed like his milkshake, extra thick He in love with the cocoa coming this quick Boy, I'm loosing with the flow, it bolts too quick And now y'all say a little hoes, y'all cannot do shit Because I'm on another level, nigga, and who this? Pussy so far, he eat it with some cool whip The cash ain't right, I'm gon' find some new dick Yep, don't bring your man around, cause he choosing The way that lace look, that nigga ain't losing Pop it for a real one, don't pop it for a fun Bitch, you get the money first, then you take that shit and run Pop it for a real one, don't pop it it for fun First you get that money, bitch, and then you take that shit and run Pop that pussy, bitch, fuck it, pop that pussy, bitch Put it in her hands, then that nigga gon' make you bitch Pop that pussy, bitch, fuck it, pop that pussy, bitch Put it in her hands, then that nigga gon' make you bitch All your ladies pop your pussy like this You better let them hit the cash up before that nigga hit Yeah, All your ladies pop your pussy like this You better let them hit the cash up before that nigga hit Yeah, Gucci, Louis, the Fendi, and the If he can't buy that shit, then tell that dick nada Power to the pussy, cause the pussy got the power When you hit the cash app, then it's pussy showers Move that pussy up and down, light it like a rodeo Pulling up the whips and chains, it's a pretty pussy show Sit it on his fucking face, tell him he gon' get a taste Lick it up, nigga, don't you let that shit go to waste Pop the pussy, bitch, fuck it, pop the pussy, bitch Put it in her hands, then that nigga gon' make you, bitch Pop the pussy, bitch, fuck it, pop the pussy Bitch, put it in her hands, then that nigga gon' make you bitch. All your ladies pop your pussy like this. You better let him hit the cash up before that nigga hit. Yeah, all your ladies pop your pussy like this. You better let him hit the cash up before that nigga hit. Yeah, pop that, pop that, pop that. Get pop the pussy, bitch. Pop that, pop that. Put it in her hands, then that nigga gon' make you bitch. Pop that. Now playing the TPLG Uncut Wild Ash Wild. Hey, man. Hey. Hey. My head was over here bopping, and I started listening to the legs. I said, oh, okay. That, is that how you come in Philly? You know, like, I'm losing with the flow, it bolts too quick. Like, you know. Okay, Philly, okay. I I ain't mad at you, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just like, I know my flow is different, but my shit is so sick, like. Yeah, I rock with that, I rock with that. And now being being an activist for the cannabis industry, what's your favorite strain? I just had one of my guys from Detroit, he got his own brand, shout out to Giraffe Head. But what is Wild Ash Wild's favorite strain? I can literally give y'all a whole education about that. So I actually don't 
pick it based off of the strain. I pick it based off of something called terpenes. And um, when you are, you know, um, smoking your cannabis, a lot of times people will say, I like either indicas or sativas. Well, I'm about to, like, break a whole bunch of, like, people's hearts right now that literally has nothing to do with what gets you stoned it's something called the terpenes that are the chemical components and the compounds that are in each plant so um for me i like things that are you know with limonene in it and basically that is anything that has sort of like that citrusy or like you know lemonous like flavor that you might like it's because it has that particular like compound in it and so um if you know what sort of terpenes that you like you can actually just look for those specific terpenes and it doesn't even matter what strain it is it's gonna be fire because that's what you like okay 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 yep. all right look look edu- <laughs> education just, for the now you are also heading cannabis conventions and expos like who tapped you in and plugged you in um, to be a part of these conventions and expos? Honestly, um, I plugged myself in. I literally, with the cannabis industry and like getting just involved as an activist, I started from like the bottom, 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 bottom. Um, I you know, saw this organization that was at a festival and they were passing out pamphlets and stuff about cannabis, like activism and reformed and about getting it decriminalized in Philly. And I was like, this sounds like something I want to be involved in. So I literally was started like handing out pamphlets and like making protest signs to like walk and like down city hall and like Philly and stuff like that. And then and got involved with, like, going to, like, the state senate and, like, talking about, like, cannabis getting, like, legalized and stuff in, like, Pennsylvania and then, like, getting even more plugged in with, like, the scene out in Colorado and then, like, getting plugged in with, like, the scene in Detroit and then, like, finally getting plugged in with, like, the scene in California. So it's literally, it's just been, like, an organic it's been an organic grow um, in terms of like, <laughs> me getting involved in like the scene because it's just um I really really believe in you know the reform and like legalizing cannabis but not just like legalizing it um but also getting the expungement of like non-violent marijuana related offenses like because there's so many of like our black and brown brothers and sisters that are out there that are struggling and that can't really like make a solid like way of life for them because they have like some silly like misdemeanor like charge for marijuana for like smoking a joint on the corner and like there's literally now like companies that are getting into it and like making money amazon's getting ready to get into it so before amazon starts to get involved into the weed business we need to take a look and make sure that the records are straight for like all of us i definitely understand that wow ash wow thank you for stopping through where can everybody find on the social media oh Wow, I 
touch well on everything instagram twitter tiktok just literally even if y'all go on the google type w-o-w a-s-h w-o-w and that's where you'll find me